um, a very precious part in uh, Likutei Moran, in the second part of Likutei Moran, the first Torah in the second part of Likutei Moran. And uh, Rabbi Nachman is uh, telling us that the Israeli person, Israeli person is not like we say today, it's not a person who lives in the state of Israel. An Israeli person means a man or a woman, that they are from the tribes of Israel. One of the 12 tribes was created to have control, power on the angels. So any person who his soul is coming down to this world from that root of family, of the children of Yaakov and his wives, the 12 tribes of Israel, he should have control over angels. He can, he should have that power to command angels what to do, and they should follow his commandment. And that's the purpose of any person from the people of Israel. And like that our holy sages said, in the future to come, righteous people level will be closer to the maker than the serving angels. The level of the Israeli person is to rise beyond the levels of the angels. And the question is, how can that be if people they have flesh and bones and they're like suffering that heaviness of physicality and angels are made out of pure fire there they don't have that evil inclination to slow them down so if while they are alive they're able to do more than a regular person so to speak, because they never go to sleep and they never tired and they don't have like the Yetzirah that disturb their minds and occupy them with nonsense. So you would assume that they're very close to the maker. But because of that fact that our effort is to deal and confront difficulties that they will never experience, that itself is a reason why we are reaching higher levels than them. Because the reward that is coming for the person is based on his effort and his hard work and not on his achievements, like how high you jumped. You cannot compare an ant to a giraffe. You're going to tell the giraffe jump, even with the tiniest jump with no effort, he will get to a higher place because he's taller. And an ant can jump to the sky from, from in, in her will and to put all the effort in the world, like to 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 work out for thousands of, of days on to the competition and she won't make it like one inch high because she's so tiny. But 
the reward by the maker means the spiritual development that will take place as a result of your honesty and your good work will be based on your effort and not on the nature of your creation. You cannot judge a cow for not being fast as a cheetah. It's not in her nature to be fast. It's not a fast creation, but it's a beautiful one in her shape, in her qualities, in the nature that the maker set for her. So she needs to be herself. And in her position, she needs to do the best that she can. So any of us cannot judge ourselves for not being angels. Just need to understand that we are creations that are made into flesh. And as so, we have our limitations. And because of those limitations that are slowing us down so much, the challenge of trying to come closer to the maker and facing those difficulties and humiliations of being earthen and slow and still not to give up and still to keep on having hopes and keep on desiring the truth and sacrificing so much during our lifetimes and holding in patience and with good attributes. For that, we shall be rewarded many times more than an angel that never had those slowdowns and those challenges, temptations to distract his thoughts from the purpose. And the verse to prove that is saying, Ka'et ya'amer le'yakov u'l'Yisrael, now to Yaakov and to the people of Israel will be told, Ma'pa'al el, what the maker has done. And what does it mean? Why it's mentioning Yaakov and his children? Because that the angels will have to ask the people of Israel when they will want to know what the maker done. The angels will have to ask the people of Israel what they saw, because the people of Israel will be positioned in a closer place to the maker than the angels themselves. And each and every one of us needs to make sure that he will reach that purpose, that he will have power and authority over angels. Now what you're going to do about that? Okay. Yeah, I want to. Yes. I, I like, okay, tell me how, right? That's the honest question. Just to fall into a world of imagination. Okay, now I'm going to control the angels. Like It's like it's not a Hollywood movie that with animation, they're going to fill the gap. You know, it's like in reality, you don't have no animation. In reality, you need to fill the gap with true powers, with true spirituality, and not with false claims to fake spirituality that will not do no good. So how will a person rise to that level of being on top of angels? Angels are basically messengers. In Hebrew language, the meaning of the word angels, malachim, is also shlichim, messengers. 
they are messengers of the maker. When the maker commands them to do something, they don't have a second thought. They just go and do. He said, heal, they're going to heal. He said, support, they go to support. He said, build, they go to build. And the opposite, God forbid. If the maker said, ruin, dispose, crash, that's going to be their mission. And that's what they're going to do to our enemies. So the maker, he has the power to send them, but not only the maker. Also, the people who are nullifying themselves to the maker. If you made yourself to the maker as a long arm, that whatever he wants you to do, you do. So whatever you will want to be done, will be done as well. If you will make your will equal to his will, to the maker's will, then the maker will make your will as his. And like the, the verse is saying, the maker will feel, will fulfill the will of the righteous ones, of the ones who are fearing him with a complete heart. But a person should watch himself carefully to make sure that that power that he will have to stand with that authority, with that power to control, will be enough, means strong enough, that the angels will not envious at him, won't be upset at him that he's controlling them, like how that one grew up from the ground and became our leader, how that one that was born from a woman that was made out of men, he himself is now becoming our like sender, our, our leader, our commander. Angels might be upset. And angels, they won't be upset because of their bad midot, because of their bad manners. Oh, yeah, who is he? The angels, they are only wanting to respect the maker. There is nothing in their mind except of honoring the king. But because that they know that people might sin and might fail and might disrespect and disgrace, God forbid, the maker, if the maker will open a door for them to come to higher levels, to pure and holy hierarchies in heavens, and they will find themselves over there, they might sin. Even there in that holy places, people might fail. That's our nature. We are falling. We are failing all of the time. Even on things that are like super important to us. Even on things that are like the major things in our own lives, we still might mess up big time. A person that is loving his children can disappoint them. A person that cares for his spouse can disappoint them. A person that doesn't want to lose his job can be late over and over again and again and again and on. So because the angels, they know that people might fall and fail and might disgrace the maker, for them, it's like there's no way. 
they won't let it happen. It's not for their own sake and honor. Why did you position that guy above me? It's why you put that person in such high place that he might disgrace the maker in ways that are not accepted. Like, no way. They don't want a person to disgrace Hashem. And therefore, they might be jealous and envious at that person who is controlling them because he now can do certain things. And then in the next day, wake up late and, and not do his job or even worse, can start complaining and whining and fighting, disrespecting the maker, God forbid, in such holy places. It's, it's out of the deal. They don't want to deal with that. So they might be so jealous that they will try to push him, to reject him, God forbid. Because the angels can be very jealous in a person like that, that has the authority to control them. Like that we saw that our sages said on few big righteous people in the Gemara, in the Talmud, in Masechet Chagiga, one of the Masechet of the Talmud, it's written over there, on few big righteous people that the serving angels, Malachi Asharet, <coughs> wanted to reject them. They wanted to push them down. The angels wanted to push them off, to push them down. We're talking even on Moshe. Even when Moshe wanted to receive the Torah and Hashem told Moshe, come, you should come and take the Torah. Moshe told Hashem, I'm afraid. Next part is talking about that. Hopefully we'll have the time to speak about it. But Moshe Rabbeinu, when he went up to heaven, to Shamaim, <clears throat> so over there, the angels asked, Malilud Isha Benenu, what is that born from a woman is doing among us? Like what, what does he do here in the sky? So Moshe told Hashem, I'm... I, I'm afraid to stand between them. So Hashem told him, gave him an advice, hold my throne of honor and it will strengthen you. It will give you the power to stand. Next part we're going to read, we're going to start and try to, to explain it. So now Rabbi Nachman is explaining the advice on how to protect yourself from that jealousy of the angels, what the person should do not to be rejected, not to be pushed out of that game. So the advice for that is to bond himself with the souls of Israel, to connect yourself to the rest of the souls of Israel. That's the advice. That's the main advice. And by that bonding, you will be saved from them, from the angels. How that bonding works, first of all, why is it so powerful? Because in physicality, we are divided one from the other. At least that's how it seems, even though that with a big enough microscope, you're going to see that all this world is made out of one simple energy and nothing by that, but that. It's like all one electricity that moves in different speeds, in 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 different ways, but um, but all really made out of one um, spiritual material, and that is what it is. And um, 
So even in physicality, there is no real dividing between people and, and other parts of creation. But to our eyes and to our level of awareness, the world is divided and people are separated one from the other in their bodies, in their opinions, in their nationalities and on. So from that aspect, you might find yourself very weak. Not all people know all. One is good in math and one is good in English and one is good in different languages and one has knowledge of history and one knows very good about science and on like and and the dividings are equal to the number of human beings of of people like and everyone is different everyone has different skills different qualities talents abilities power time and on but from within all our souls are very much connected there are very big similarities between us that makes us one means that when a certain bounty is coming out um, to the world so that bounty is being spread and shared among the people who deserves that bounty so for an example if bounty certain goodness came down to the world because that people gave charity so all the people who gave charity will enjoy that bounty. If there is a cancellation of a certain decree because of certain tests that certain people stood up to and were able to fix themselves and not to sin, and because of that, the maker and heaven's court decided to cancel that decree. So not only one person should be rewarded. All the people who were able and had that similarity in their qualities, in the power of their spirits, to stand in that test, they will all be blessed. And also not only them, also all the ones who relate to them, close to them. If something good happened to one person, it's good for him and to his neighbor as well, to his relatives, to his friends, like a wealthy person. Now he can affect his surroundings. Not all the rich guys are doing that, but it is in their potential to take care of their neighbors, of their family members, and on. So in spirit, the souls of Israel are very much attached. They're very close to each other. And therefore, when you connect yourself to the souls of Israel, by that you're receiving a very big amount of energy and power, strength, to stand in many other tests that you were not able to stand on your own as an individual. The power of a public, of a group, is way stronger than the same amount of individuals that will work separately. The fact that those people are uniting their powers is giving them the ability um, to fix more things and to reach to deeper layers and to correct things in in depth so the advice that rabbi nachman is giving here um for a person to be saved from the angel's jealousy is to attach himself with the souls of israel to attach yourself to the souls of israel it's first of all to believe 
in the souls of Israel, to give them credit, to give them honor, to respect their existence, to respect their qualities, to, to admit of their, of, of their blessing, to accept the fact that they are here among us, with us, and to love them and to cherish them for being the ones that they are. And even if you have a very talented child, for an example, but he's not using his talents, like he's in his puberty and he's fighting, he's in his rebellion stage and he's like arguing with everyone and he, he doesn't let his light shine, still you should appreciate him for his great potential. Knowing his qualities can give him the ability in the future to come to come back to his senses and to reuse those qualities that are his tools for life. By denying his tools, by denying his potential, you will help his evil inclination to break his self-esteem and never to wake up, God forbid, and never to find himself by judging him and telling him all the time, negative things about himself and criticize him for his bad behaviors you're going to deny his goodness and by that supporting his loneliness and his low self-esteem to rule over his personality but if a person is aware to the other person's qualities and he's like pointing on them and recognizing them and thinking about them and mentioning them once in a while reminding the person of his goodness by doing that he's allowing him to come back to his senses and to enjoy those qualities of him and use them as much as possible in later stages of his development and, and road of his life so when you are recognizing the souls of israel even if you see them that they fell to very low places that you can find people from the nation of israel that are not even aware to their nationality, are not even aware to their identity. They don't have no memory of being part of the people of Israel. But you can see in them that they are one of those souls of Israel, lost souls of Israel, forgotten souls of Israel. If you're going to recognize their qualities and you're going to judge them favorably and you're going to allow them to express their glory and their beauty and, and, and their grace, by doing that, you will support their destiny and you will assist them to rise and shine. And then more of their greatness and their power will shine in the world. So it will assist you. It will help you as well because you as well will be blessed by those new lights, new colors that are, um, that are shining, that are spreading out in the world. And especially, and and especially um, if you were the one to help him to find his way and to come back to his senses, that you will be a main source um, to get that feedback, to be reflected and to receive all that light um, back into your vessels as you are one of those ones who has the merit and the rights for his come back and for his atonement, for his tshuva, for his reconnection to the maker of the universe. So 
by recognizing souls of Israel, finding their qualities, appreciating them, allowing them to be who that they are, remembering their qualities that have been treasured in them by the maker, not because that they control the federal bank, just because that the maker chose them, because that the maker crowned them, because that the maker gave them two crowns in that time when Moshe brought down the Torah from Mount Sinai. The maker just chose them to be his nation and called them my children, his children. So therefore you should recognize those qualities and to help them to grow. And by loving them, respecting them, and supporting them as much as you can, you're bonding and connecting yourself to them. And you're being blessed by their power. And you're able to stand against the power of jealousy of the angels that were envy on that fact that you can control them with your prayers. The way to control the angels is to pray. Is the simple prayer to the maker. Please Hashem, I want this to happen. Please Hashem, I want that to happen. Please Hashem, do this. Please Hashem, do that. And when you nullify your will to the will of the maker, the maker will make sure that your will will be fulfilled and that your prayers will be accepted and answered and all your dreams to come true in our days. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. May Hashem bless you with all possible good. There is no good in this world that does not really belongs to us. So just open your arms and keep on asking from Hashem to bring the salvation and the great redemption to our world. If you want to see more of our great content, you can search emuna.com, our website, emunah.com. Over there, you can see a lot of our books and services as prayers in graves of righteous people in the Holy Land of Israel, and as well, courses that are very, very um, powerful and essential for the growth of a person. Many, many advice and a lot of wisdom that I shared um, with my students along the years was gathered into those courses that are very recommended. And thousands on thousands of classes, um, free classes to watch, and on all social media, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, um, as you can see us live now. Also, you can watch all of our content over there. You can search Rav Droll, Emuna Project, and the maker will answer all our prayers and requests in our days. Amen. Thank you so much. Tomorrow, same time, we have podcast with Rabbi Ira Michelson and Rod Bryant. And on Wednesday, we're going to talk about the individual prayer in depth. Thank you so much.